Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. You're listening, you're watching to a special episode of Talking Downey. So last night, we had a candidates forum held at the Bob O'Reilly uh, Center for both District 1 and District 3, the two special elections that we have going on in our city. District 3 is Northwest Downey, okay? It's the seat that was formerly occupied by Catherine Alvarez, an historic 90% recall. Uh, it was formerly, uh, it was, the seat was formerly held by former mayors Rick Rodriguez and Roger Brosmer, uh, and it's Northwest Downey. There's three candidates running in that, in that seat. There's one, uh, Dorothy Pemberton, another one on there, Gil Legaspi, and then today that I have here, Ernesto Valley. I make sure I get the the pronunciation Valle. 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 I should know that. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Valle, the, the double L. The there. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so last night there was a candidates forum on there, and there's some questions that came up. And uh, Ernesto wanted to set the record straight on some of the rumors and some of the things that were going on. So we thought this would be a good avenue for him to set the record. So first of all, thank you. Congratulations on last night. And uh, thank you for being here today. So some of the things that came up and maybe you want to address them now in your own words. Sure. So uh, first and foremost, thank you to all the residents that came out yesterday. Uh, Thank you to the Patriot and uh, for for trying to make it live and uh, nothing like having a make it an informed decision. Regardless mm-hmm. of who you vote for, if you've seen my podcast, I'm big on making sure that we vet the, 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 the candidates to make sure that we're of Downey in the past elections. Uh, you've had people all of a sudden, you know, the months leading up to the campaign, they are, they become uh, members and volunteers of good. They be, uh, the YMCA of this, but they've never done that in their life, right? They've never been helpful in the city of Downey. So again, thank you to uh, everyone that showed up and that's vetting the, the, the candidates, you ultimately make the, uh, the the best decision. There's other, there's candidates out there saying, I won the debate, I won the, if you have to say you won the debate, you didn't win the debate. The, the residents are also going to say who won the debate, right? So with that being said, there was a, a lot of great questions, um, uh, good answers. Uh, one question that keeps popping up yesterday, and I want, I'm, 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 uh, I just want to make sure we clarify it as to what happens and it's mm-hmm. out there in the universe because it's all around the universe and there was uh, at least three individuals that wanted this answer, okay? So uh, the answer was, uh, the question was, hey, Ernie, I, I, people saw, you know, Mario and Gil come out of your house, right? Mario, uh, M- Mario Trujillo. Mayor Pro Tem, Mayor, Mario Trujillo. Yes, so him. And, not me. No, not, not you, Mario. <laughs> okay. I don't think we've never been. You, yeah, I mean, I've never I, been to your house. I've met you to this, so. So uh, with that said, I want to say a little bit, bit of context. So, so wait a second. So you're saying that people are saying that Mayor Pro Tem Mario Trujillo with Gil Legaspi came to your house before the nomination papers, before filing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I, 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 I want to set some context. Okay, that's that. what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's, uh, so this is what happened. And uh, from what I understand, uh, Gil and Dorothy had met previously as well. They had had lunch mm-hmm. and... They had lunch to see who was going to run in the for, for District 3 and whatnot. Uh, ultimately, who was the best candidate. So, um, let's see. Uh, Gil called me the day of closing ceremonies at Northwest Town. Okay. So he called me like, hey, you know what? That would uh, be uh, July? May, May, oh, May. Oh. Mid-May, end okay. of May. All right. So, he called me up <laughs> the day that we're having closing ceremonies. I had, uh, I had done a big, planned a big pomp and circumstance as to what we're going to do. 
uh, and then make my announcement, my retirement from Little League president to now I'm going to go ahead and run and transition to uh, run for city council. So with that being said, uh, he gives me a call and says, I want to get to know you better. Great job, this and the other. But hey, maybe I want to sit down to you about potentially uh, maybe you shouldn't run, right? I met with Dorothy before. I want to see, you know, I think I have the best chance. Yeah, I'm like, well, man, you're you're a little too late here. We're, we're about to make this announcement. So uh, we had lunch a few weeks after, you know, he was discussing, you know, not so much we were talking about platforms, just trying to, you know, he was trying to strategize to see what would be the best case scenario for, for District 3. So at that time, I said, well, why don't you run? Why, why don't you not run? Why is it me? Well, yeah, he goes, well, I've, I've already ordered signs. I already did that, this and the other. And as you know, I'm a grassroots. So I really didn't have too much money saved up. I hadn't done too much yet. I'm new to politics. I'm not a, I'm not a politician. So, you know, he's like, well, I reordered this. I'm ahead of the curve. Maybe you shouldn't run. I'm like, no, I'm going to run because I made a commitment to the people, to the base uh, that want me to run. Uh, so that was that. So a few weeks later, you know, uh, calls me again, says, hey, I just want to make sure that you're still sad. He's like, I respect that for you telling me, at least letting me know that, that, uh, uh, that you're not running. I'm like, yeah, yeah uh, that, that you are running. Uh, that means a lot that, that you let me straight out. But I'm address it one time and never address it again. Perfect. So then a few days before the, the uh, papers needed to be filed uh, for you to officially uh, announce mm -hmm. uh, with so I think we have to announce by Friday on a Tuesday or a few days before that I get a text hey are you home I'm like yeah so I was home and like okay I'll be there in five minutes I just want to do one last ditch effort I want to talk to you about something I'm like okay perfect not a problem stop by so he stops by and and uh, Mario uh, Trujillo Mayor Pro Tem no, Mario yeah he, he stops by with him, uh, they drove in different cars, but he's he's there with him. So I had never met Mario. So you go to your door, and both of them are yeah, there. Both, both both of them are there. Like, okay. how you doing? I'm like, okay, wow. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is this, this wow. I'm I'm uh, I was a little surprised by that, but anyway. So they're both they're both there, and uh, they say, yeah, I just want to introduce you to to Mario. And I'm like, okay, uh, great, come on in. I mean, I was trying to be hospitable. Like, okay, well, what's this about? Mm -hmm. So at that point, uh, I want to make it perfectly clear. I go for any rumors out there. I was never offered any money, you know, not to run or anything like that. Uh, but the conversation started like this, which was funny. And, and, and I, I believe I could repeat this because I have, I'm old school. I'm very traditional. So if I say you're a this to someone about you, it's because I said it to your face first. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like to say things behind your back. I, I'm a straight shooter. Uh, Mario, you know, I go, I'll reach out to, to whomever. So with that being said, uh, the first words that came out to my out of my mouth, I said, Mario, nice to meet you. I go, I want you to know firsthand that I am willing to work with anyone at council. God willing, if, if I'm the elected nominee, I'm willing to work with anyone as long as they meet my four pillars which means my four pillars when I make a decision is how, how will this impact the youth? How will this impact the residents of District 3 and Downey in general? How will this impact our bottom line? And how will this impact our, our brand? So I will work with you. However, I said, Mario, I will more than likely never have a beer with you after because you're, you're a stringent Gascon supporter. I can't do that. 
I go, I don't agree with any of his policies. I think he's bad for LA. Look where he's at. So Mario went on and said, oh man, you, you know, because Khan's a good guy. Uh, I could introduce you to him, you, you have a conversation. I'm like, ah, I go, we're, we're good. I just wanted you to know that again, hear from my words to directly what I've said about you, because I don't know you. I think from all, from what I understand, you've done some good things for the businesses in Downey. I'm not too sure because again, I'm not too, too much into politics, but I want you to know my feelings in terms of what I'm mm -hmm. all about. Uh, at that point, they sat down and, and they were just talking and from the conversation, uh, he said, you know what, I've, I've heard great things about you from, from uh, Legaspi and I think you would be a great fit for Parks and Recs or even Planning Commissioner. I think that there's a great future in Downey with, with, uh, with both of you. If you were to, you know, uh, um, not run or, or decide not, not to run or run and win, I would love to work with you. I would love to um, uh, have you on the team. And then Gil jokingly said, no, you know, he's mine, mine first. Remember, you'll be my planning commissioner of this. I'm like, well, first of all, I want to win District 3. So that's how that conversation came out. Uh, it was a quick conversation because... Uh, uh, Mario had a meeting to go to. I believe there was a council meeting that day, uh, so he had to get up and go. And at the end of the day, I told, I reiterated to Gil that I appreciate you uh, thinking so highly of me. I appreciate you uh, wanting to work together. For all accounts, I go, uh, Gil and I have had a friendly relationship. You know, he seems like a good guy, but at the end of the day, it's it's uh, I'm here for the people. Uh, one thing that came from the debate yesterday was. Uh, you know, the, the, between two candidates, there's money from here, there's, you, you got support from this individuals. So one of the things that I pride myself, Mario, is that, uh, and I said in our first uh, podcast, I said, I'm not for sale. I haven't taken any money from special interest. I didn't seek any endorsements from current uh, council leadership or, or, or high level uh, politicians in the city of Downey. Uh, and that's for a reason, uh, because I don't want to owe anyone any favors. I don't want to owe anyone any favors. I don't owe anyone any favors. Ernest, did, the did you think it was I, weird? The, the, the only people okay. I respond to are the citizens of uh, District 3, and that's, that's all really that matters. Okay, good, good. Um, that's one thing that, uh, that's something that came out last night, too, that uh, – uh, um, Gil said something about, you know, when the question came up about funds getting money from developers, oh, he takes money from developers because he's business friendly, which is kind of the opposite. But, okay, that's his point. And it's kind of sad because it's too bad, you know, you came on the show and so did Miss Pemberton before and you made your your uh, issues, your statement. People can see who you are. And, and Mr. Legaspi decided not to come on our show. And we were going to be fair and ask him exactly the same questions we asked you last time. So, so now going back to this meeting on there, so you didn't know that Mr. Legespi and Mr. Trujillo were working together and he just brought them to your house. What did you think after they left? I mean, how did you process that? Did you feel like they were offering you a position on there if you didn't run kind of thing? I, to be honest with you, even, even to this day, I, I don't, you know, again, I don't know how politics works, right? In uh -huh. terms of who you meet and who's working sure. together or, or whatnot. Uh, again, I knew that Gil and Dorothy had met and had lunch, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, I, I think that uh, Gil was trying to be strategic and trying to, right. you know, uh, 
knock out the competition before. Right. I mean, it's yeah. smart. You do knock but, out the competition before. But, but in terms of, yeah. of Trujillo, uh, number one, yeah. I didn't, you know, he said, I want you to meet someone. So from all accounts, uh, I was, I'm, I'm still, if you tell me right now how to process it, yeah. uh, it's like they, they showed up. Yeah. And I was shocked because I've never met right. Mario. Right. You know, I've never had a call from Mario. Right. I've never reached out to Mario, right? Through uh, uh, Trujillo. I, my, all my conversations with, have been with, with Gil. So the way I looked at it was like, well, maybe maybe this will get, you know, uh, an introduction. And it was more like, e even now, again, the wording yeah. that was that was used, it was more like, hey, I see the future of, uh, of, of Downey with both of you. Mm -hmm. Where, uh, by implication, what he implied by that was Gil. I don't want to put words into through heels sure. mouth. Sure. But what for me meant was like he saw me as someone, I'm hoping that he saw my platform and said, hey, this, this is a good guy for Downey. But uh, again, my response was, I'm, I'm who I am, and I have my own platform yeah. for the people of Downey. The only thing is the people, the viewers can make up their own decisions. Yeah. If you're the mayor pro tem of the city, you don't need another candidate, Gilad Espy, to go talk to a candidate in Ernesto Valley. You know, you don't need a go-between on that you pick up the phone and you call him, you know. So that was that's kind of weird. Uh, and then number two, Mr. Gillespie keeps running away from Mr. Trujillo. Mr. Trujillo, you know, they're telling, oh, he's not endorsing him and so forth and yet. So so that's the one part that to little seems a little disingenuous. Uh, but that let the viewers decide and, and however you feel. Now, you mentioned that there was another call from Mr. Gillespie earlier about that about having a dream and so you forth. know he, he he you know what i think so with with gil like i said we've had a very uh friendly relationship like good, like he, he he comes across and and same thing with dorky like look for me uh as you've seen my campaign i'm not attacking anyone's platform really um uh well i th there, w there was one thing that i did say and i told gil uh, and he's probably gonna laugh about it. And I said, hey man, at least I didn't have to change my last name, right, to let people know who I am. And I did that because there were some things doing with his volunteers that I addressed and he addressed that they were doing um, uh, whatnot. But I think he was looking at it from, uh, he knows I'm a father, he knows I'm a businessman, right? And he said, hey man, uh, uh, he's all like, you know that you're gonna have to go to meetings, you're gonna have to do this. You know, by if 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 you're not uh, if you don't run for council, uh, you could spend more time with your kids because you know my my kids are my world. My son, I'm very involved. I'm starting the travel boat program with uh, Jimmy Humilde called the Humildes, where we uh, we as too many people. Jimmy's actually paying, sponsoring the team from uh, he pays for the tournaments, the coaches, the uh, uniforms, the cleats, 100% for Downey residents. So uh, wh why that's important to me, and I'm bringing it up right now, is because that's what I'm all about. And it's sad that we can't get fields in Downey. We've been practicing out of uh, another city because we have non-Downey residents mm -hmm. with non-Downey kids using our parks where we could have a travel ball team. So we have Downey, re the, Jimmy's a, a resident. I'm a resident, so I think Gil was more like... My grandson's to... playing travel ball. You're right. They have to practice yeah, outside have... of the city, even though he lives in Downey. And a lot of the kids are from your Little League, from Northwest Downey, yeah, on you. his team. Thank you. Yes. On his team. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you know that. So, so yeah. we, we're taking that because we want to give the kids that don't have the resources, 
to get that experience, to get that next right. level up, right? right. So right. with that being said, is is Gil was looking at it from a perspective of, hey, you're that. These are all good points he was making, right? But it's, at the, it's the interesting. But, but, but at the end game, but the yeah. end game, uh, uh, at the end game, it's it was very strategic in terms of, yeah. hey, if you don't run, this is what you're giving up. But the interesting thing is that people don't understand that my sacrifice is for my kids. And I made that perfectly clear when, when and I said this on the previous podcast, why is Ernesto Valle running? Selfishly, it's for my family. I have a three-year-old. If we don't make the proper changes now with the safety and minimize crime, eliminate homelessness, all the problems that we talked about, be a better partnership with the school district, I'm the only one that has three kids uh, two kids currently and at the USC. One goes to Price, one goes to Griffith, my little one goes to the Montessori. So no one has more skin in the game. That's the, the selfish piece. Why am I running for the rest of the citizens, uh, the rest of the families of Downey, right? I live right there on Ivo between Guatemala and, and um, Lubeck. So I know the issues that are going on with, uh, with Allen. My, my daughter was followed, right? Uh, so I know the crime. So that's what I'm fighting for. And guess what? Yes, this is going to take time from my kids, but it's for my kids. It's for your kids. It's for your families. So right now I'm sleeping three hours a day. Why? Because, again, I'm helping the Omilas run that organization from the bottom up. I'm running my campaign. I'm self-funded. I have volunteers that we don't pay. Uh, well, self, I'm self-funded being funded from residents of, of Downey, for Downey, uh, and it's a grassroots movement. So... We don't have the resources of the campaign. Sure. So I'm walking, I'm talking to people, I'm returning every single message, and I have my own business to run. And I'm a husband and a father. So guess what? I'm sleeping three hours a day, but it's well worth it. This is what comes with the job. So I get it that it was nice of, of, of Gil to, to kind of like talk to me as a, I, I think he was trying to talk to me as a friend Right and say it, but at the same time, obviously yeah. you knock out the competition before it happens. Yeah, it's ironic though because uh, Gil had come to former Mayor Rick Rodriguez and myself and a few others, and said he went to a council meeting when you had the gadflies and cussing and the whole thing, and he went with his wife and he says his wife told him you can never run. I don't want you subjected and my kids subjected to this, so I can't run for council and so forth. So you know, and then a month later he announces he's running for council. So it's kind of ironic, kind of the same thing. But listen, this is not about that. I think the point, and and thank you for being honest about it. I think the point is, surprisingly, because you hear this in, in other cities, but the fact that that somebody would come to you and insinuate, if nothing else, on their certain positions on there, if you don't run, that's, that's, that's something that the viewers should know about. Yeah. Especially bringing, the key is, it seems that, you know, that certain people aren't as popular in a particular district. So he's kind of running away. He's getting all the help for certain people, but he's running away from the endorsement and from having out there. So it's almost like a two-faced kind of thing on there. So when you first told me and everybody else has been saying about, you know, Mayor Pro Tem Trujillo, there's nothing wrong for him going to your house. It is wrong, illegal, and immoral if they offered you something for you not to run. If the implication was that if you don't run, you can get a planning commissioner or a parks rec. Number one, it's illegal, and number two, it's immoral. Uh, on there, but the fact that he brought him there without you knowing, and listen, when you're an elected official, 
you don't need an invitation from somebody else to go to the city to somebody else that's, that's thinking of running. So that in itself was just kind of irked me. And then some of the other things that he mentioned, you know, and stuff that you had told us uh, about, you know, making you man of the year if you put lights up and the whole thing and stuff like that. So those just kind of, it just well, seemed, you, you know. know. And, and again, you would have to 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 talk to to Gil uh, uh, about that. At the end of the day, he won't talk to anybody. Oh, well. <laughs> no, he wouldn't no, come on the show. And he and then last night he didn't even answer. You were nice enough, and you answered the question. They talked about your voting records, right? Yeah. And you had voted once out of eight elections. They said, right, out of uh, between the four primaries and the four generals, you had voted only once. Well, Gil's the same thing. You at least had the courage to answer that, and why he didn't it doesn't matter. But the voters should know that at well, least. You know, look, look, you had an answer for and, it. So. And thank you. Well, I'm, I'm a straight shooter, and if anything came out from the debate yesterday, and and uh, is that so? I believe Dorothy was the one that made that comment that, unlike her her two opponents that had not um, uh, voted or whatever, so I took that um, not necessarily a jab. That was a fact, you know. So she said it. And let me be clear, I've, uh, up until recently, presidential election and, and the Catherine Alvarez recall, which I was a part of, by the way, so a lot of people so, so uh, don't know that. I, I walked, I donated money, I was out there uh, for that as well, but uh, I was never really involved uh, in politics. I was involved in the city for the youth, the PTA, uh, wherever the city needed me or wherever I could do good, I've been a part since since uh, 2011. I've been in Downey residence since 2007, but until about 2011, I started getting involved and helping the city um, uh, wherever I could because I care about that. Like I said, I am Downey. I am District 3. Uh, so with that being said, is she made that comment, and she's absolutely right. I had never voted because I, I was the one that used to say, well, voting, what's one vote going to make a difference? But we saw that with Catherine Alvarez, right? Uh, I was part of the problem. Well, I should have voted. I should have been more informed. And that's why you hear me, you saw me make a uh, post today on the Patriot. I go, look, validate everything I'm saying. Validate every candidate. Make sure that we've been here for Downey, that we've done something for Downey, that we are part of the community, that we volunteered, that, that who we are is truthful. So when she made that comment, like, yeah, I've never voted to now, but I'm also the first mm -hmm. one that says, uh, and I said on my podcast in July, that I did, it's on record. I said, you know what, uh, and excuse me, Downey mm -hmm. residents, I go, we all love to bitch and complain, myself included. Why, oh my God, the mayor didn't do this, the council, my councilman didn't do that, right? Well, guess what? We can't make a change, we can't do a difference unless we work from the inside out. And that's what I'm trying to do now. It's, let's make a change, and the only way I can do that is by making, working from the inside out. On the last podcast, I said, look, if you can't walk, donate if you can't donate volunteer if you can't volunteer vote there are so many ways that you can help to make a difference it doesn't always need uh with donations it doesn't mean with this but the minimum you could do with your vote and actually i'm kind of scared about the voting and i'll tell you why with the resources out there i know the the mail i hate mail-in ballots by the way and i know that downey for whatever reason is doing mail-in ballots when you well, get it's, your, it's the state law i know it's the state law but 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 i, I hate that I, I hate mail-in ballots, and I'll tell you why. People are going to go to your house, and they're going to say, hey, who are you voting for? So-and-so, and they're going to help you, and this, that, and the other, right? Well, number one, if it was me, let your family member help. Number two is, 
if you're voting for a candidate, you drop off that mailer. Don't give it to that individual collecting it because that mail that mailer may not get to the mailbox. That's just my my personal theory on the mail-in. I think you should go and vote in person. I think if at minimum, if you do it via mail, make sure you're the one filling it out. And if anyone's helping you, it's a family member or someone that you trust, and you personally mail it out yourself. Do not hand it to someone wearing a Vaya shirt, a Legaspi shirt, a Pemberton shirt, a Northeast shirt, or someone that claims they're part of a committee. As far as I know, no one in the city is going to go collect votes, right? No city official is going to go help no, collect votes? No, the city, then they put so, the ballot boxes yeah, in so certain pots. if someone tells you that they're from the city, they're not from the city, go turn in that vote. So, again, uh, at the end of the day, Mario, uh, uh, I think we had a great debate. I think I answered the questions yesterday, but this was a looming question because I just wanted to make it perfectly clear uh, uh, not to throw Legaspi or, or Trujillo under the bus, but I wanted to make it perfectly clear. There was no money offered, right. okay? I did not invite Trujillo. I had not known him from before that. He showed up with Legaspi conversation the conversation was more like hey you have a great platform i've been here the guest told me a lot of great things about you uh and i wanted to meet you and i think that you'd be great in this in these areas okay that's the conversation i said well thank you that's flattering, did it ever but, did it ever come up because you know of you running with another hispanic name against gill that had ever come up that oh that might confuse the voters you, you mentioned that to oh me well that, that, was, that was that was that was gill that was a concern gill you know uh, again, being strategic, he did not want to, uh, uh, he thought that we would divide the, uh, the Hispanic vote. So my answer to that, and I've gone on record, and I told him, I go, look, I'm proud of what, I'm damn proud of who I am and where I've come from, you know, 100%, you know, Hispanic uh, parents were, I put that on my, my one mailer that I have, because again, the resources are low, but mm -hmm. my mom was from Aguascalientes and my dad was from Jalisco. Uh, and they immigrated here and they became citizens. So I'm damn proud of who I am. But Downey, that's only part of who I am. I, I, I represent everyone in Downey. And if you look at my campaign and who's running my campaign, I have the most diverse campaign. And that, that's not for looks or politics. I pick the best individuals to work with me. People are of like-minded solutions, like-minded values. Yeah. So if you look at the people, again, if I go to endorsement, Derek Hale, Officer Derek Hale, you know, mm -hmm. full-time LAPD, Officer Vic Correa, you know, Jimmy, Joanna Martinez, Carlos Gomez. You go by all these people are professionals, right? What's in common? It's not the monetary contribution. It's not that they're professionals. It's that they volunteer in the city of Downey. They give a damn about the city of Downey. Those are the endorsements I care about. Those are the people I surround myself with. So, uh, again, I am for the city of Downey. And yes, damn proud of who I am and where I come from, but I, once elected, I represent everyone, not just yeah. one section of the community. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Your, um, your lack of political experience, you're very nice, but it's, it's illegal and immoral to imply to somebody, like, not to run 
and you will be rewarded or I can make you one of these positions on there, whether that's what, you know, anyways. So I know that's on there, but that politically it's called quid quo pro. And that's what it sounds like, but I'm not going to make that decision. You're very nice about it. You, you, you stated the facts and I appreciate it on there, but based on the facts as you told them, that's exactly what it is. Don't run. It's going to make another Hispanic uh, in the race tougher to win. And by the way, and, and throughout those several meetings, if you don't run, you know, there's a planning commissioner and parks and recs commissioner. You know, you can get lights at the field by the there. So I just wanted to go on the record because you're a very nice man and you're a very honest man. Uh, so maybe you don't see it that way on there, but that's exactly what happened based on your facts, sir. So well, I just want to let and, you know that. And, and again, I'm saying it exactly yeah. how it happened and how the conversation was. Yeah. You know, now if there's a relationship between Gil and Trujillo, mm -hmm. other than that, uh, you would have to ask Gil and, and, and I just find it interesting and ironic that he would bring him to your house unannounced. He does. He's not using them as an endorsement. You know, he's using Kirk Cartosian, and I think Fernando Vasquez not even using him as an endorsement, but yet he's in the mailers and the flyers with him walking with him and Blanca Pacheco and, and so forth. So it's kind of like he wants the good and he wants the money that a lot of those people get for them on there, but he doesn't want to take off the District 3 voters that maybe don't have the same good feelings about Gascon and Mayor Trujillo or so forth on there. So it's, it's I'm from a politician and somebody knows it's, it's actually pretty smart until you get caught with it, you know, and him coming to your house and bringing Mario Trujillo to your house unannounced is getting caught with that. That's the only reason that this is important because what he's representing out there is not happen to be the truth. You're a very nice man and you're saying the truth and I appreciate that. And yeah. we appreciate you coming on here so nobody can distort your record. They can hear directly from you, yeah. what you said and how it was and, and so forth. And, and I wanted to address that because again, uh, the, the, the reason for me being here is, is, is to talk about the debate and, 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 and my platform but as well address that some some questions yeah. that have been lingering and you know i get calls on i, I get asked on it daily right mm -hmm. so to be perfectly clear i did not reach out to trujillo i had never met trujillo prior to that okay uh i did not expect him at my house uh and again there was never any money offered or anything like that because you know how people are like oh did none of that again the way uh, he was introduced to me was, hey, um, uh, I want to introduce you to this gentleman. And he it was introduced he, by Gil. By, the guy by, by Gil. 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 Gil right. So your meeting and coming to your house was right. Gil set that up Correct. with you. He texted you and well, said, he, I'm going to go. Set up, he said he would be stopping by my house okay. to talk to me about something. Right. Uh, never mentioned that through he Gil was going to bring, 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 bring through Gil. So again, it was a shocker. Uh, my stepdaughter was there. And my stepdaughter is a little bit more into politics, so she knew who he was. It's like, you know, that why is he here uh, kind and, of thing. And again, and 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 again, uh, uh, to his face, to Trujillo, I told him, I go, hey, this is what I want you to know. I'm willing to work with anyone that presents a good proposal for City of Downey on the council, but I don't think we'll have a beer because of the Gascon. Ernesto, if I may, if I may call you Ernesto on there, on there, I'm sorry, on there. So, do you think why else would he be there? In other words, just common sense says, wait a second, a few days before the filing deadline, he shows up to tell you he likes your platform. You know what I mean? It's like, why else would he be there? 
And why else would Gil bring him there? You know, it's kind of that's the part that the common sense part that a third person. And when we're looking at it and a voter is going to look at it, why would a few days before the filing period, Gil Legaspi would bring Mario Trujillo to your house unannounced. And then they're telling you they like your platform. Oh, you'd be great working together as a planning commissioner and as a parks and recreation. You know what I'm saying? Is common sense I'm, defies the logic that, oh, there was nothing there. Yeah, sometimes bribes aren't in money, but that's the implication well, is not very good well, there. This, this, this is what I'll tell you. And, me. and I'm so sorry. One last thing. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. No, no. I want to make sure to make this clear because this is this is about oh, yeah, you, no, what you're I, saying. I, again, and, and maybe I think too much of myself. Uh, it's a little flattering that that uh, Gil had mentioned good things about me to, to Trujillo and Trujillo was looking at me as someone of the future of Downing. Maybe he, you know, uh, the, the way that at least I could have taken it or I, sure. I, I, I take it is, hey, this is someone that, that shoot, might win, right? Nice. So there's someone I'm gonna have to work with. And at the same time, it's someone that, based on his record, would do a great job this down, down, uh, down the road. And I just wanna meet this guy. So I- Sir, I, sir I, with I, all due respect, yeah. being in politics, yeah. you know when you do that, after you file, not before you file. Right. That's that's the tricky quid pro pro part that they were there a few days before your filing period that then they could hopefully maybe talk you out of it and and the whole thing because I do that all the time I yeah. pick candidates and I'll talk to but after they file not before cause to try to give them something and now again I don't have yeah, anything else left and, to give no and 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 again <laughs> and, and, and again that's why I think it would be uh, uh, I would love you know for for Gil to give more insight on that. I would mm -hmm. love to, you know, you could ask Trujillo what, what was yeah. uh, the mean about. You could ask him. I'm here more to talk about my platform That's and great. just to uh, discuss the questions that are constantly being asked about that because I had, uh, in all fairness, I had a person that's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Patriot and say what, what, what I think, you know, or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. So I want to beat that in your own words and in, 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 in my own words as to what happened um uh i did uh did talk to gil after and then he said oh, i'll just make an introduction yeah i'll just make an introduction that, that that's all and and uh uh again but, that's, that's, that's well i'll tell you that, what so. so because of the debate last night so we will go on the record too so mr legaspi we will gladly have you on the show you already turned us once down because you say you were too busy uh, he literally said, you know, I'm a newcomer in politics, so I don't know how to work my calendar. And Okay, well, we'll make it convenient for you, like we did for you, like we did for Dorothy, Horacio, and Mr. Casas. Anyway, so, Gil, you're welcome. We'll be fair, the public and judge, and Mayor Pro Tem Trujillo, you're welcome to come on the show. We'll have a special show. You can also talk about some of the good things that are happening in Downey that I know there's a lot of good things happening now. So I just want to make it on the record that they can see this, and they're welcome to, just like you said. But... You know, I, I venture to say they won't, but that's okay. That's up to them. I know you had the guts to come on and describe your platform and what was going on and being discussed, and we appreciate your time this morning. And I appreciate you. And, again, uh, if anything, Downey, you know who I'm all about, what I'm all about. So last night I gave the most, I think, the most truthful answers. I didn't really attack anyone's platform. I stuck to my platform. Uh, I mean, Candidates, I, I, I'm about my platform, and I was very candid with my answers. Uh, some of these solutions are some things that uh, might not be able to do, but there's a couple of things in, in business that I learned a long time ago. Number one, that, that just are detrimental to business. Number one is when someone tells you, we've always done things this way. Well, why? 
let's change it up. Why, why do you do this this way, right? Because it just becomes habitual and then nothing ever changes, right? Because we've always done things this way. And number two is, we can't do that. Well, why? So I'm the guy that's gonna come in here and ask those questions. Why can't we do that? Why can't we try this? And why have we always done it this way? Because this doesn't make sense anymore. As you know, Downey's changing, we're changing, uh, the economy's changed. So sometimes we have to change it up a bit. The other thing I like to say is right now I'm working, I'm very close, I'm, I'm jump, I, I may be jumping the gun here, but I'm very close to, uh, because there's layers that I'm finding out. So someone reached out to me recently and uh, they are working at getting the Gascon Recall Committee endorsement for me. I didn't reach out for this endorsement. They actually reached out to me because of my stance on crime, how much I wanna help with the DPD. They love the ideas that I have for Downey Police Department and how to minimize crime and how to get officers in here. So they said, hey, th we've looked at your record on what you've done and what you're doing. So we're gonna work and we wanna give you this endorsement from the Gascon Recon Committee. So that should be enough said. That, that, that should be enough as to where I stand on what I stand for. When I have people like that reaching out to me, um, I was at the LA Firefighters versus LAPD event and I put that on my Instagram. I said, hey, let's have an event like that. Hey, Ralph Verdugo, why don't we do something like that as a charity? We need funds. I think we recently lost a grant at Downey PD to get dummy cards, which was an idea that I've been sharing with, and we lost that grant for whatever reason, but we have a lot of rhythms here. We could raise our own money if need be. There's a lot of things that we could do for Downey PD and make, make things. None of us here, not Legaspi, not Ortiz, not Elvira, not Dorothy, not myself, we can't do any of, the, of, of, of our proposed plans if we don't fix our house, if we don't take care of Downey PD, if we don't uh, get them to 100% capacity in terms of, of uh, positions filled. So let's start there, and then we could go ahead and implement our plan. What do you think, you know, the, the, uh, the council just recently approved uh, Chief Leslie's plan for uh, a $25,000 uh, signing bonus for lateral hires on there. What do you think of that? I, I, I love that. If you look at my podcast from mm -hmm. July, Check it out. I was on record before this came, before the, the, the council did this. I said that one of the things that worked in the city near Baltimore uh, to help minimize crime was community policing. I've been on record on saying that, that on my board. Now this is hiring more the, police officers right, by giving them hiring bonuses. If right, you hiring bonuses. So yeah. what, what I had proposed was in my little league, I have seven officers that volunteer or on my board. They're from LAPD. LA sheriffs, and I'm like, why don't you live in Downey? Why don't you work in the city of Downey? Well, you know, uh, to be quite honest, the pay. So what I, what I, and then I called a couple of detectives that I know at Downey PD, and they said, well, a couple of things happened. Uh, number one, we have, we're, we're understaffed, we, the morale is down, and we have 10 to 15 more additional officers that wanna leave. That's what, what, what I was told. They said we were once the highest paid police department with benefits and incentives, now we're not. We have corporals doing sergeant jobs. We had 12 motorcycle cops, now we're down to six. Uh, so at the time before these three hires today, we had I think 111, we're allocated for 128. Uh, so that, that's concerning, right? So I said we need to do a program to entice these seasoned veterans uh, from other agencies that live in Downey to come work in Downey. There's nothing like having uh, people that live in Downey Police because they're gonna give, they're, they're gonna care more because this is their neighborhood. These are their, 
neighbors. These are their family. This we used to we used to have a, a lot of them, including in the old days. Our city manager had to work in the city of Downey, had to live here. The and you can make an argument both ways on that because some of the officers they didn't like the fact that. You know, they'd arrest somebody in your family, and tomorrow they're at the Little League game. You know, they got to see you or, you know, your nephew that got arrested, or it became threatening for their families. And, of course, some we still have a few that live in the city of Downey, and, of course, it's a whole different thing, and that's and it's great. You, We all want it. But from a fa- uh, family officer yeah. standpoint, you know, times and, have and, changed, and, so and, I get and, that too. And, and I get both sides, but yeah. here's the other yeah. thing that I found out recently, and, I, and you could correct me if you know this. I, haven't, yeah. I reached out to Chief Murray. I left Chief Murray an email. Uh-huh. A few weeks ago, because I wanted her to be part of my town hall, I haven't gotten a response. Uh, but uh, what I was told from these officers that that work in other precincts is that the pension and, and for Downey officers, they only get sixty percent of their pay uh, guaranteed for their pension, while other departments are paying ninety percent. I was also told that the sure, retirement sure, age. That's not true. But I, I was yeah. also told that the retirement age uh, went uh, increased from fifty-two to fifty-seven. Uh, for Downey PD, it's it's, it's the yeah. So some th- those numbers are a little bit off on there. I helped sign that when I was on the city council on there, so I could tell you that it's not sixty percent, depending on how long you you stay. But it's less. The, it's, it's less than no, other departments and other. Cities. No, not really. No, not really. No, okay, so. when they do their comparison, they just signed their contract uh, last year, uh, their three-year contract for the Downey Police Officer Association. They actually compare to ten other cities, and the goal is to be toward the top third. Always on other cities, our size, the Huntington Beach of the world, you know, the Covinas or West Covinas or cities like that. You can't necessarily compare to LAPD because the, the numbers are just 10,000 versus, you know, a couple hundred others. So but but they're you know, yes, the more the more we can give our police officers because we have our own police department and our own fire department. It's very important. So, sir, I'm going to end it with that. Uh, anything else you'd like to tell our, uh, the viewers on there so to make sure that you get everything that you wanted to get across? Sure. Uh, and again, uh, I, would, I, would very, uh, I would encourage you all to follow me. Go to ErnestoValle.com, to my Instagram, Ernesto.Valle4Downey. And I'll tell you why. Uh, yesterday, they asked some tough questions. They asked a tough question about homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I was on the record saying, you're giving me two, two minutes to answer the answer to, mm-hmm. to, to answer how I would attack homelessness in two minutes when the state of California hasn't been able to resolve it in 20 years. Right. Uh, that's, that's tough. Uh, so I've, got, I've given detailed responses. Uh, my platform is a downy first approach. Uh, it starts with our use. I want to be proactive versus reactive. I want to help. I want to be a better partner with the school district. Uh, there's that, that MADE program. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. That you know, you, you might have even started it, but mm-hmm. uh, with the made program for the, for our high schools, yeah. that program hasn't been touched since 2021. Though, at least the website hasn't been touched, where you get people to to our, our kids to start learning crafts and skills. Right? I okay. want to bring in trade schools, right? To to help our youth and our residents down here make more disposable income. I want to help our renters become homeowners. There's a lot of things that I explain in detail. Um, lateral transitions for our police officers mm-hmm. can we there's so many things that 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 i give in detail and i'm also very good about responding uh again you you heard my schedule i'm sleeping literally three hours a day but i do my very best to respond to you same day uh if not by the end of business day maybe at two in the morning but i'm responding so all i ask too in addition is and i said at the beginning is get to know your candidates 
go on their platform, check their resumes on on whether or not they volunteered or they, they we just signed up uh, in the last few months uh, to make it seem like we've been volunteering for many years. Uh, get to know how we voted, how we've not voted. Get to know uh, our family. At the end of the day, I've said it for our residents of District 3. I'm the only one that has kids in DUSD. I live on Ivo between Suva, between uh, Lubeck and Guatemala. So I'm very clear to the, my, my home has been burglarized. My daughter has been followed. Uh, there's no one, I believe there's no one in running for District 3 that has more skin in the game to make sure that, that we start making some positive changes here in Downey and we help minimize crime and turn that trend around, that we help fight homelessness and it really starts with our youth. So again, if, if, if anything today that we got out of this from the debate is everyone has a platform, Gil thinks he's the best candidate, Dorothy thinks she's the best candidate, in the other districts, Horacio thinks he's the best candidate, uh, Casas, he's the, thing, the best candidate. I think I'm the best candidate, but ultimately you will make the decision. So please go out there and vote and make your vote count. Okay. Right. Thank you so much for being here today. And folks, I hope you're uh, I hope you're listening to the last part was so important. Make sure you make informed decisions on there. This is important. These are two special council elections on there. It's the only thing you're going to get to vote. You're going to get a ballot in the mail, and there's going to be one thing to vote on. So it's not sexy. It's not like a million things to vote on. That'll be next year. But you know what? Couldn't be more important for your community, for my community, for our city. One candidate to vote out of three that you're going to get on the ballot. That's it. Please take the time to do that. It's a special election. It's so important. We've gone through turmoil in the last two years in our city. It's time to make sure that we make those informed decisions. So, so folks, thank you for listening, to, uh, for watching a special episode here of Talking Downey with our guest, Ernesto Valley, candidate for District 3. Thanks for watching. Mario, it was Valle. Valle. Oh, my God. And I'm Hispanic, <laughs> and I know that Valle. All the way with yo Valle. Yo hablo español, yo sé cómo se dice el Valle y todo no eso. No la calle, uh, Oh, my Valle. God. Our Ernesto Valle. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Have a good day, folks.